Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans, welcome back to the 200th episode of All Turns No Breaks. And today we are starting the 200th episode on a different note. It's a uh, bittersweet, but say hello to my man, front row Kenny. Say how you doing there, Kenny? How you doing, brother? What's going on? What's happening, y'all? Uh, Happy 200th yeah, episode. Yeah, my God. Yeah, that's man. Crazy. 200th episode. And I can't begin to tell you guys what a what a feeling it is to reach our 200th episode and the reason why and 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 me and Kenny are going to just acknowledge this real quick the reason why it's a bittersweet 200th episode is only because our third counterpart Miss Tam um, has decided that she's going to take off the rest of the year from the podcast for not any other reason than just some personal issues that, that she needs to deal with. Nothing by any means on our account, my account, or Kenny's account. She just needed to take care of uh, some personal issues, and she needed some time to herself to take care of uh, of these things on her own and she felt like it was best that she would step away from the podcast at least for the rest of the year as far as anything else you can personally hit her up on her social media at i am sincerely tam if you're interested to see whatever specifics that you like but we can tell you that everything is fine health wise she's doing well it's just some other personal issues uh and things that she uh needed to take care of as far as me and kenny are concerned we are going to continue to do the uh podcast together both me and kenny will hold down the fort for miss tam but we both wish her the best we both wish her well and kenny if you need to chime in with anything go ahead yeah, I definitely share the same sentiments as well. You know, it <clears throat> it's going to be weird, like, off the rip, because, again, the way, and I guess I can say this since this is the 200th episode, <laughs> it was just Tim and Renee before, you know, yeah. little front row Kenny decided to pop us. So, in a weird way, it's almost a, this is, you could almost say a throwback style to the podcast where it was just two folks going back and forth and talking, but you know, it's been different, obviously. And I wish I had the original DM somewhere. I probably do <laughs> from when Tam uh, hit me up and asked me if I wanted to be on the show for as a guest. And I'll tell y'all right now, that was when I was super duper fresh in the podcasting. As a matter of fact, I had my own wow. at a point. Which that's, was that's right, Kenny. The, you sure did. That's right. Yeah, it, yeah. The provisional podcast was my thing when I was late in college. I think this was my senior year, second semester, and I wanted to try something out because I was trying to make an impression for NASCAR. Actually, when I was trying to get an internship, so I was like, "Well, I might as well, you know, try and use my voice and do something." And then, as the episodes kept going and I kept coming back and back and back, I'm like, "Well, damn." You know, I thought to myself one day, that would be cool if, you know, I joined because then I would just stop doing my own show and I just do that every week. And of course, here we are almost two and a half years later, I believe. And 200 episodes, I can't tell you the number I've been on, but I believe it's, you know, probably 60 or 70 episodes, yeah. two full time seasons. Mm -hmm. So it's got to be close to it. Yeah. But that, yeah, that you know, it's it's cool. So definitely appreciative of Tam because she definitely didn't have to 
pick up some college kid that was trying to figure out what he was what he was trying to do <laughs> in life at the time still. So well, uh, I, thank you for that. Yeah, but yeah, I, I can tell you this, Kenny. I I didn't even think about how how uh, what you just said just kind of just hit close to home, and I, I I can't begin to tell you the fact that you just said how. How me and Tam had already been doing this podcast, and then we had brought you on a couple of times, and then and then as of now, this 200th episode, it starts with just me and you when we first brought you in. I, I completely almost forgot about that, brother, and uh, it's it's amazing because I remember she had told me about bringing you on, and she goes, listen, she goes, and, and she talks so highly of you, and uh, I, I almost forgot how young you were and i almost forgot what, yeah <laughs> seriously like i almost forgot like wh- like what wh- what it was that 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 you were doing at the time where she was bringing you on because when you when you first came on kenny you and first of all you have a wonderful radio podcasting voice you really do and 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 for you listeners out there for all all of our all turns no breaks listeners talking to kenny right before we started recording about about talking with people over the phone and if you didn't know them on a personal level like what would you like what is your first impression of them and i was just and i literally just told you kenny right i said you know if i had no idea who you were and didn't know anything about you which is the first time that i i i remember hearing you come on on the podcast and listen to and talking to you like i literally thought you were like i, I completely forgot that you were in your early 20s and i thought you were like maybe in your late 30s <laughs> maybe early 40s i was like what a distinguished gentleman this guy is he talks so he talks so proper he, he he's got <laughs> he's got good vocabulary. I was like, man, and it's so funny because I, and and I remember you, you know at the time I I almost forgot that you were so young because I told Tam I said, man, I was like I almost forgot how how he's just a college kid that you know that just you know I think he just graduated I think he said right yeah hey, I was like twenty I was like twenty one twenty two yeah when I first came but, on which is crazy yeah <laughs> but but you know the funny thing is is that you were so knowledgeable about the sport you were so passionate about NASCAR in general where that's what resonated with me and Tam and I and I knew that that's what Tam saw in you and I and I knew she she thought you would be a good fit at least at that time to be a guest on our podcast and then after the first couple of times that you had come on she had already told me that that she goes you know I think I think it would it would be great to have him come on if it's okay with you Renee to have him as a regular on our podcast because of because of all the things that I had just said about how young you were about how knowledge you, knowledgeable you were about the sport how about and 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 specifically how passionate you were about the sport just as much as we were and the di- and the diversity I think of who we are me you and Tam speaks for itself. So so all of that just to say, you know, thank you for for coming on and being a part of our our podcast because look at us now here at the 200th episode Tam stepping away on her account to to do what she needs to do and then having just me and you finish out the season starting at this 200th episode. So for me to you brother, thank you for coming <laughs> Thank you for coming in because I'd probably be doing this by myself, which I probably would have done. <laughs> uh, Man, thank you. Yeah. And uh, furthermore, Kenny, I also want to thank all of our All Turns No Breaks fans for hanging in there with us, sticking with us through thick and thin all of these years and seeing the, 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 the birth, the growth 
Uh, and now, uh, starting from this 200th episode with you, Mr. Kenny, I want to thank all of our All Turns No Breaks fans for hanging in there with us. And uh, a shout out to you guys for, for hanging in there with us. In any case... Now, we will start off the podcast just like we normally do. Real quick, we are going to do a recap of Sonoma with the results, and Kenny will will start off with our top 10 as usual. But we will go into some thoughts about the race, uh, maybe some driver talk, maybe a look at the standings. And uh, and furthermore, other than that, round it out with some hot uh, topics in, in motorsports. And and then end it like we always do with our predictions. We will also throw in some other stuff going in there because Kenny, I think you know, and and and, and what I what I love about this particular uh, uh, segment is Tam would love to talk about this as well. And we will keep it all turns no breaks, fans. We will keep it NASCAR talk as usual. But 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 we also like to hit a lot of what else is going on around the sports world, just because we know what, what the hot topics are as well. Real quick, Kenny, how was your weekend though coming in to to, to to today? Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, it wasn't too bad actually. It was a pretty solid weekend. It rained a little out here in Charlotte, oh, but okay. for the most part, it was pretty warm. So it was a nice day to go out if you were willing to go out. But yeah, <laughs> now you know. <laughs> now I have to ask you, Kenny. What what do you consider warm? Because I know warm over there in in in, in the Carolinas is a completely different warm than out here in, in Southern California. No, for sure. That dry heat that you guys get out west is way different. Ooh. But I will say, on a humid day in the south, it is it's different. Yeah. How hot did it get? What, what, what was that looking like? Man, I think we had to have hit 90-something this weekend alone. And I feel like coming up this weekend, we're probably going to be in the same, somewhere in the same realm. Because what I'm trying to actually do this weekend ahead of time is go look at a couple apartments because I'm thinking about moving oh, okay, out of my right current on, man. To, an, uh, to another spot. So, yeah, hopefully the weather isn't too bad. Tomorrow, well, you guys won't hear this exactly tomorrow. Maybe you will. But Wednesday, it is going to be 90 degrees here again. Oh, man. Saturday, not too bad, 82, 84. But it's supposed to rain for the next few days, yeah, but that, we'll see. That's that humid heat. Oh, boy. It's, it's different, and I wish it would rain. I actually do wish it would rain just a tad bit more because it is that high. But other than that, I think everything else was fine. How was your weekend? Uh, weekend was good for me. I I I, I did a, I did a couple of things to be honest with you. But as far as like uh, uh, weather wise, the the weather was actually really good out out here in Southern California. And it probably wasn't that hot. Now, me being from Texas, I, I know all about the humidity and uh, the, <laughs> the, the different kind of heat that, that we get over just like you guys do. But yes, you are correct. Uh, the heat over here is definitely different. It was hot, but it wasn't that hot. And it, it, it actually, the weather actually turned out to be rather, rather nice, to be honest with you. It was uh, a little hot during the day. I say maybe uh, like high 80s, which is okay for us. It's actually not that bad, but it got really uh, cool at night. I had two shows on Friday and, and it was, th- th- the shows were, were really good. Just for all of our All Turns No Breaks fans, you guys know me and my schedule. Not only am I still working in the in the hospitals and the medical field, but I'm starting to get back on stage little by little, Kenny. And it's and it's great because it it's letting me know exactly like where I am as far as like, because I haven't been on stage in, in a long time, at least not consistently, but it lets me know that, you know, that, that I'm, I'm still a little rusty and, uh, but, but I, but it also let me know that I, I still haven't missed a beat. 
if you know what I mean. <laughs> nah, man, look, we laugh on this podcast at least once a week, so I think you are. I think you you still got it for sure. Yeah. So we can't we can't wait to see you actually on the stage doing your thing yeah, in person. Absolutely. And once once I start getting back on the road and I start getting some dates of hitting back out on the road, I will make sure that I also post it on not only here on All Turns No Breaks podcast, but I will also post it on, on our social media as well. Real quick, if you want to, please hit us up on social media if you haven't already. If you if you want to just DM us or ask us any any particular questions you can hit us up at our social media at turns no breaks once again across the board that's at turns no breaks uh all right so let's go ahead and jump into some nascar talk real quick uh and then we can probably uh touch on some other stuff if you want oh you know what kenny real quick how about we do this before we actually uh, jump into some NASCAR talk, I know we talked about this before we started the podcast as well, but we were talking about how the Lakers out here have been been laughed at, I guess, outside of L.A., especially <laughs> because of, not because they're the Lakers, but because LeBron James just seems to just create this circle of hate. It's, it's just like this magnetic hate force field that that people just want to see him lose. And I remember we were talking about the tweet that w- I think it was one of the other basketball players had tweeted about how he said, uh, and I'm not going to specifically quote, but it but it, it pretty much said what, what I'm about to say. Is, and this is not a, a quote, but but it, it, it is something that, that the, the, the other player said about how he doesn't understand how, how, how people have wanted an athlete to fail so bad in his whole entire career which which is which is kind of true and 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 I'll I'll explain this in a minute of why I think why this particular athlete I think he was other basketball player said this I think the reason why he said this of of how LeBron has this this thing where everybody wants to see him fail and and he says he doesn't get it because and and, and I and I I get it, but I don't get it. But LeBron James and 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 correct me if I'm wrong, Kenny. You know, I'm just as much as a basketball fan as the next person. I played it in high school. Surprisingly, I know I'm Mexican, and you're like you played basketball in high school. Yeah, don't laugh. Nah, man, I, I know did. something that can. Yeah, hoop. I, I, you know, I was actually a pretty good basketball player. However. I have a passion for it, and I played it as a kid, as well as I played baseball. I played baseball a lot, too, when I was a kid. So between basketball and and baseball, you know, I love those sports even more because I played it, you know what I mean? So when you play a specific sport, you have a an emotional tie to that, and you, you, you like it e- even more. But I think the reason why people, and I don't agree with this, but I'm just saying I think that this is why people have this attitude about LeBron James is because he's played in so many different teams that you go, number one, this guy just, now the way he initially left Cleveland, you, I mean, that was probably one of the worst things I think I'd ever seen on television of how a guy just gets up on television, a guy gets on television and goes, I'm going to take my talents to Miami and completely just <laughs> crushes the heart of an entire city like Cleveland. They burn his jerseys. <laughs> he goes to Miami. He wins He wins championships with two other stars. 
then goes back to Cleveland. And they're like, oh, crap, I burned this jersey. I got to go rebuy it. <laughs> That's why you never burn it, jerseys, man. <laughs> exactly, Kenny. And then he wins the championship there. And then, and then he goes, you know what? I think I'm going to go to the lake. Or uh, wherever it is he went, I don't know. He he's he's bounced around so many times, Kenny. I I almost forgot uh, what what team didn't he play on is really the question. But then you see all of the 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 way that that he leaves a team and goes to another team and he quits on a team and or at least that's what people say. You know, oh, he quit on that team and blah 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 and goes here, and and I think that 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 he's kind of created this in on his own now. I could care less where he goes and plays. You know what I mean? Now, I, I'm a. I think it's well known. I'm a Houston Rockets fan. Uh, you know because I lived in Houston for for almost all my life, even though I was born and raised in San Antonio. But I also like the Spurs. But you know what? If he'd have gone to the Spurs, I'd have rooted for him. If he'd have gone to the Rockets, I'd have rooted for him. I mean, if he if he'd have gone to you know Golden State, I mean, I, I could care less. I mean, I'm not going to root for him because I don't really care for the team. But there are people, Kenny, who just see that. And they go, man, you know, this is why we hate LeBron. I mean, it, 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 I know that doesn't warrant a, a good excuse, but but I think that to, in my eyes, Kenny, I, I don't know. I'll let you take the floor here in a minute. But I think that is why I think why people have this hate and they want to see him fail so bad because they feel like he just bounces from team to team and he really doesn't have any loyalty to anything and other other than really to himself. And to me, Kenny, I don't see a problem with that. I don't see why he should have any loyalty other than to himself. Is that a problem? I mean, that's what you want, loyalty to yourself though, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but but what but but what what say you, Kenny? No, I I tend to say the same. I mean, in this era, you have way more control as a player for where you want to go and where you want to sign. In the eighties and the I'm going to say the early nineties because it started to change in the late nineties. I'll give the example of Shaquille O'Neal and the Magic when with that whole deal, and then Alonzo Mourning got paid, and he was like, hey. You better pay me too, because if not, I'm going. I'm gonna do whatever, which he did eventually, mm-hmm. at some point. And you know, same thing with you know LeBron. Obviously in Cleveland, Dan Gilbert, he did not give LeBron what he wanted in terms of teammates and what could help him out to win a championship in Cleveland when he was first there originally. When that didn't work out, he said, "Well, guess what? We can go to Miami. I played with Bosh. I played with Wade in, in the Olympics." Okay, or Team USA, you, you know, it was both, but still, I got a chance to go do it. And, you know, as much as emphasis people put on championships these days, I mean, can you really blame anybody that hops to another team? Yeah, I don't. Exactly. That, yeah. I, I, frankly, I frankly don't, even though I don't necessarily measure the only form of success in any sport by a championship, because there's people who are successful without them. There's no doubt. Allen Iverson is my favorite player of all time, no doubt. Did not win an NBA championship, right? Right, but he did play but in the he finals. Is, he changed the game yeah. still on a different level. If oh, you absolutely. could give me a player that changed the game in the 2000s, he is it. And he is an mm-hmm. iconic player, no doubt about it, just because of his own style, who he was, and that, you know, I don't give a, you know, yeah. attitude. Yeah, that's what he that's what he embodied. And obviously there are others that can, you know, attest to that same thing, you know, like Kobe Bryant, rest in peace to him. He was the same way. And, I think that's just the you know the huge thing. You know, some people just hate that that the guy that they thought was 
not going to ever get a championship ring, ended up getting one. He got one, and he has multiple at this point. So at this point, it's just like, okay, let me nitpick wherever I can. Oh, he doesn't care about defense. Oh, you know, he gave up. Hell, from what I've heard, people have said, I would rather lose in the first round of the playoffs than go to the finals all the way in June or July and then lose it like that. So with (laughs) that being said, healthy Los Angeles Lakers next year and whomever else they get with help during the summer should be a problem. And I think a lot of people are going to be eating their words next year. I'm not even a late. I'm not even a Los Angeles fan in that regard, but I'm like, Hey, look, they are solid. They'll come back. And if LeBron wins another championship, I don't know what other excuse people will have, but (laughs) people will make, people will make them. And I think to actually segue perfectly into NASCAR as well, it's going to be the same thing with Hendrick right now, who is on an absolute tear. I think people saw the same thing of Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. I don't think people really appreciated him until he actually legitimately was struggling and retired from Cup Series. Yeah. From the Cup Series itself. That's so true. That's when I saw people really care about him because when he won six championships back to back to back, or you know however many it was back to back to back, it was a whole different conversation. Like People did not think the same of him. At that point, and he's without a doubt one of the greatest drivers of all time in NASCAR. There's nobody at the moment that's going to touch that more than likely in terms of his championship success. But I can also argue that Kyle Busch could could be in the you know in the calls for that because he's won so much. He's won 200 races across the board in NASCAR Mm -hmm. already, 200 plus at that. So you know you look at it like that, and that's just another you know example. I know Kyle has a championship championships to his name, but also at the same time. Guess what? He's also a great, and people also find a way to hate him, and he's without a doubt one of the most talented drivers in the field. So, yeah, yeah people always gonna find a way to well, hate. That's just my my synopsis yeah. on that. Well, you know what? And that is, that is a great synopsis. And 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 I remember me, you, and, and Tam, well, especially Tam, because because Tam would always bring this up. But but it's a valid point. Is people hate winners? That they hate. They hate people always winning, or that are perceived to be always winning. No matter what, no matter what sport your fancy is. But yes, you are right, and 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 because we're we're talking NASCAR now, you know, you were right when Jimmy was winning all of those championships. I mean, people just got sick and tired of that. Like, oh, I want to see somebody else. Okay, so then let's break it down even more. So remember, like um, a couple of years ago, when it was just uh, Kevin Harvick and Martin Truex, and uh, who else? I, uh, was it? Was it? Was it? Was it Kyle Busch that kept winning? Remember, it, it was just it was just Denny, Denny uh, Hamlin yeah. too. And he it, was, it was he just was going back and forth. And and I remember like reading reading the message board, just like people are just like hating on Harvick, hating on Truex, hating on Hamlin, hating on Kyle Busch, and just like because they're always winning. And it's like, well, dude, you know what I mean? Yes, it's always nice to see one of the other names pop up, but. Hey man, you know what? When you when you're good, you're good, and the, the you know what what we should do is kind of take a step back and actually really sit back and acknowledge of of, of what you know what good drivers we're, we're actually watching right now because because they're going to be gone from the sport soon and they're going to be gone from the sport one of these days and we're going to miss that Kenny you know what I mean yeah. so you're right I, I think I think a lot of that has to do also with with, with when, when somebody just keeps on winning people just get tired of that and, and they just want to see somebody else win you know let's speaking now that we're uh, uh, on the NASCAR topic Kenny you want to you want to just run down that top 10 from Sonoma go ahead 
Yeah, and, you know, just segue into the top 10 from Sonoma. I think sooner or later we may get that same conversation based <laughs> on what we just got. Yeah. Because Hendrick has won four straight races. There you go. People See realize. That? And, you know, Kyle Larson obviously won the Coke 600 last week, and he won Sonoma this week. Mm-hmm. And once again, for the top two drivers have came from Hendrick. So the top 10 is Sonoma. Obviously, Kyle Larson won. He had a dominating day in California. Not, I don't think Sonoma is too close to Elk Grove, but <laughs> I'll say that's his home track in this situation. <laughs> yeah. But Kyle Larson came home in first. Chase Elliott came home in second. Martin Truex in third. He had a pretty solid day. He yeah. started in 19th, and he climbed his way all the way up to the front. He looked at a point in time that he could have won that race, no doubt about it. But it just was not his day. But regardless, he is good to go. He is locked in the playoffs. He's got his wins pretty early so far. So yeah. seems like Martin Truex will be a-okay with that one. Joey Logano came home in fourth. Kyle Busch came home in fifth. We were just talking about him. And his brother came home in sixth. He had a pretty good day as well. If it was like Formula 1, I'd probably give him the driver of the day because he started in 29th. Worked his way up through the field the entire time. Same thing along with his teammate Ross Chastain in seventh. So yeah. good day for the How about that? good day for the Ganassi folks. I actually saw the two haulers on the highway on my way home today. So oh, you that's did? pretty <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty crazy coming back from Sonoma. I know that's a long that's Ooh. a long ride yeah, for man. sure. Kudos to those drivers. Eighth place was Denny Hamlin, ninth was Alex Bowman. Again, there goes those Hendrick boys. Yeah. And tenth was Ryan Blaney. So actually as we hit 200 episodes on this podcast, we might as well go ahead and continue to talk about milestones. Yeah. So that was the fourth straight win for Hendrick, like I said before. But that's the first time they've done that since 2014. That's crazy. Hendrick has gotten way better and better these last few years. And it's just going to continue to show. And I tend to wonder how much people are going to enjoy it. And to the point where they're going to get sick of it. It's like we've been talking about earlier. I feel like it'll... <laughs> happen at some point in time that people are going to get tired of it again because they used to dominate and here they are again in the same situation back in 2014 kansas was jeff gordon charlotte the coke 600 again jimmy johnson dover jimmy johnson and then at pocono to cap the four wins four straight wins was dale jr so they were on it back then in 2014 obviously and they have continued their success overall i mean hendrick alone 270 wins after this weekend in the Cup Series. Last weekend at at Charlotte, that was the one that hit the record-breaking mark with 269. So that was pretty huge on their behalf. But, yeah, we have been constantly talking about milestones. And I think I'm going to name this episode Milestones because that's I feel like that's just fitting. You know what? I like point. that, Kenny. That, that, I'll go with that. <laughs> I'll second that motion. That's very. That's very right on the head, man. I think that's perfect. I'll talk about some of the notables as well. Dan Suarez, Trackhouse has been slowly getting themselves uh-huh. in the right position. He came home with 12th. Good day for him. Bubba Wallace came home with 14th. Now, hmm. he was in the top 10 a lot of the day, around the top 11, top 15-ish. Unfortunately, they had a tire go down. They also sped on pit road. Now, the tire going down was the worst one because he actually was able to limp the car all the way back down pit road, got it, got it there safe. A couple cautions happened, and lo and behold, guess what? Right back on the lead lap. That race ultimately could have been a 29th place finish. However, it seemed like 23XI and Bubba was like, no, nah, look, we're going to try our hardest. We're going to make something work here. Yeah. 
And coming home 14th is not bad at all for no, being a lap down a road course. It's it's tough. Like, it is extremely tough. So, big kudos to 23XI and Trackhouse as they continue to pick up momentum as we are just creeping past the halfway mark of the regular season. The last couple of notables. The Stuart Haas crew just cannot get right at all. It was Chase Briscoe in 17th, Cole Custer in 20th, Kevin Harvick. Of all things, in 22nd, and Eric Amarola had a little bit of a trouble early on. He finished home 27th. It was not a great day for Haas at at Sonoma. It has been a rough season for them. They are really trying to get themselves together. Maybe they have a second half in them that they can somehow knock knock themselves into gear for these last 10 races in the regular season. Because yeah. believe it or not, we are that close to the playoffs. The summer goes by Gosh, so quick. You, and man, you ain't lying, Kenny. Wow, I it's it's crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it is, Kenny. Is I think what I think what happens a lot of times is because it's the summer, everybody got you know everybody has things that they do during the summer, and it takes up so much of your time. The kids are out of school, and uh, I mean, and considering that most of the world has 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 reopened, other than once again Southern California, we're still <laughs> stuck in June of 2020, folks. I'm going to be honest with you, and and the governor still is talking about n- not not opening up all the way so there, there you go but anyway my point is is that Kenny you're right and and people just have so many things that they do during the summer and and these 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 races they just fly by and and the next thing you know it's 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 going into the fall already and you're like dang like what happened to the summer you know and especially I'm telling yeah you. and especially if you have and especially if you have a family you know and you're trying to do family things it takes so much of your time and uh, you just kind of you just kind of forget about things after a while and then you just don't realize that that summer passes you by really really quick I'm telling you it's crazy and from a work angle the summer is for at least for my team that I work on is a little calm all up until August when most of my team is going to travel every other week basically so you know once it ramps back up around August which for fans that may be at Watkins Glen I will be out there and same thing at Michigan at the end of August which is just two races before the cutoff which is going to be you know quite something I will definitely say that but yeah it's the summer is quick, and honestly, at this point in time, it, it's really going to be hard to make. It's a hard time to make mistakes. Like Obviously, you don't want to make any mistakes throughout the year. Things do happen, but when I tell you, if you just take a glance at the schedule, you get everything hit at you during the summer. Obviously, this weekend doesn't count for anything with the All-Star Race in Texas, but once we get right back to it on Father's Day weekend in Nashville— you go to Pocono. You got a doubleheader in Pocono. Yeah. Back on the road course again at Road America for the first time. Then you go back to Atlanta, which is going to be brutal in the heat. You go to a mile track in New Hampshire. Then you go to Watkins Glen, the Indianapolis road course, Michigan, which is one race before the cutoff. Excuse me. Then you go to Daytona at the end of August to close it out. The window is very small, but also at the same time, these places are definitely, definitely quite a few that can – one mistake will make a world of a difference in your playoff picture, you know. So I think at this point in time, it's it's definitely go time, no doubt. There, it is go time. So yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta get right. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> definitely have to. And I think I think just what we were talking about of of how 
how the, the, the summer goes by so fast as far as races are concerned for, for us as the spectator, as the fans watching the races. You know, that's why I think drivers probably go through that same thing as well because they, they have to make sure, hey, look, you know what? Before I know it, the summer's over, those races are gone, and, and, and what have I done to help position myself and my team to get into the playoffs? Playoffs? <laughs> 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 Because you know somebody's going to be sitting there going, "Oh my God!" You know, you know how do how do we let how do we let these races go by so fast? And 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 not that they do that. I'm sure that the drivers are probably more in tune with what's going on than we are because you know they they have they don't have uh, the distractions as we do. You know what I mean? Uh, they are professional drivers for a reason. But uh, yeah, so as far as the standings are concerned, Kenny, who, who's Who's on the bubble there? Do we, do we know right now? I'm trying to look it up to see if we can. Let me see. Yeah, yeah so yeah, go ahead. You, you have it there. Go for it. Yeah, so if you take a look right now on the outside looking in, if everything in it today, we're looking at Matt Benedetto, Kurt Busch, Ricky Stenhouse, wow. Ross Chastain. That's that 17 through 20 mark. Those guys today would not make the playoffs. Right now, if the season was to end, as I said before, It'll be Kyle Larson, Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, William Byron, Kyle Busch, Ryan Blaney, Alex Bowman, Brad Keselowski, Michael McDowell, Christopher Bell. And those are guys that have won. Believe it or not, Kevin Harvick has done enough to keep himself in on points. Chris Buescher, who has been pretty good all season long, they have had some really strong runs at the half miles and also road courses. They're in the playoffs. Tyler Reddick and Austin Dillon are both on the bottom of that list in 15th and 16th, but they have had solid days. Yeah, Tyler Reddick has had eight top tens this season. Austin Dillon have had six. So combined, that team so far has had 14, and that's pretty good, you know, for a team. I'd say. Right. So yeah, I, it it can get real tricky at the end. Yeah, and <laughs> see, th- this is the thing, Kenny. Uh, looking at that list, like you you go. I mean, let, let, now, now you just hit it right now. The, like Tyler Reddick and, and and Christopher Bell. I mean, now these these are these are our drivers where you go, wow, we well, we don't normally see them in in the you know in the playoff even at. Well, shoot, Christopher Bell locked himself in. He got a win but, early. Yeah, but this but, is crazy. But it's it, they, they. But like you just alluded to, like I mean, especially like Tyler Reddick. I mean, here's here's a driver who, I mean. He he's been consistent all year long. So when you look at the 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 consistency of of these drivers, and then you look at the inconsistency of of the other drivers who are on the outside looking in, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and even Kurt Busch for for, for that matter, because he's still on the outside. You know, it, it's it's because other drivers have been consistent where they're 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 continuously racing on uh, uh, at this high level where where. Before a guy like Kurt Busch or Ricky Stenhouse Jr. could could get in because you didn't have that consistency with these other drivers. You know, maybe they got lucky one, you know, one Sunday, but they weren't as consistent. But, but the time <laughs> has changed now. You know what I mean? And that's why you have a Kurt Busch looking on the outside, a Ricky Stenhouse on the outside, a Ryan Newman on the outside, even Eric Jones for crying out loud for that matter. Yeah, it's it's crazy when you just take a look at that. But, yeah, you know, just overall, I thought I, – I think that, you know, we are having a pretty solid season. We've got yeah. 12 different winners so far, which means four spots are t- in that sense are technically free. But, you know, 
maybe within these 10 races, somebody may have a hot streak. Right. You never know. These things can happen. So, yeah, it's it's been pretty crazy all all over. It's been all over the place, man. But, you know, obviously Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott dominated, and they continue to keep themselves in the playoffs with no issues at all. Yeah. But, yeah, I think they will – I think Hendrick will continue that, but you know they did their thing at Sonoma, and I still thought it was a good race. They they did fine. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty I, good show. I thought, I thought it was a pretty good race myself, and uh, I, I had excuse me, I had no no. Oh, I mean, I didn't take a a nap. Maybe like Tam might might have, but 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 I thoroughly, you know, I I, I did like it. It was it, I, I thought it was pretty pretty decent race, and it and it and it kept me entertained. So, with that being said, let's 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 real quick before we get into some predictions, Kenny, let, let's let's talk real quick about the All Star Race entry list. There, now, I don't even know if most people understand the All Star Race entry list list as far as how it works, but but I, I would imagine that most of our All Turns No Breaks fans. Uh, and listeners uh, do, but if we if we don't, Kenny, you want to kind of give them a breakdown of just of how this works with the All Star Race entry list? Yeah, so we got a little bit of a different. We've got a little bit of a different look to the All Star Race itself. You got seventeen guys that are already locked mm-hmm. in, and this all comes between anyone who's won this season, past champions, people who have won an All Star Race in the last few years or so. Points, I believe, is another thing from last season that can get you in, right? But for the most part, our 12 winners from this season already are locked in. And then everyone else pretty much is going to have to get themselves in via the NAS- via the uh, NASCAR All-Star Open, mm-hmm. which is all going to be run on one day. It'll all be on Sunday, which will be interesting. This is also the uh, last race for the Fox window. So next week we'll be in NBC. Yeah. But if you want to get an idea of who's in the All-Star Race, the 17 drivers that are currently in Christopher Bell, Ryan Blaney, Alex Bowman, Kurt Busch, Kyle Busch, William Byron, Cole Custer, Austin Dillon, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, Brad Kozlowski, Kyle Larson, Joey Logano, Michael McDowell, Ryan Newman, and Martin Truex have made the eligibility list, and they are in. There's no doubt. Now, the big thing that's changed, obviously, we're going to be at Texas um, for the All-Star Race instead of at Charlotte. So we've got a little bit of home cooking for Renee. And then number two, we've got a different format. So this will be a 100-lap race. And I'm going to break down the rounds because it's a little bit different. So the first round is 15 laps. After this round, the field will be inverted from 8th through 12th positions and will be selected by a random draw. Then the second round is another 15 laps. The entire field will be inverted after that. Round three, the field will be inverted. It's 15 laps as well. Will be in the field be inverted again from eighth through twelfth, and then it'll be selected by a random draw after that round. So round four, that's how that'll be another fifteen laps. Then round five, the thirty laps on this one. This lineup for this round will be determined by a cumulative finish of the first four rounds. I'm glad I don't have to do that math. I'm sure some computer <laughs> will do it, and that's how they'll pretty much restack the field and take that you know take that together and make sure we got a good old all star race. All cars have got to go on pit road for a mandatory four-tire stop, which has been pretty common. The crew with the fastest stop will actually get $100,000, so that's some big money right there. Yeah, it um, is. I wish I was a pit crew member just for that one night, but, you know, it is what it well, is. Well, you know what, Kenny? Um, some people would say I, I would hate to be a pit crew member that specific night because think of the pressure that those guys are that on. That is nerve-wracking. <laughs> That, that is true. That is very nerve-wracking. My money is on Alex Bowman's team because they had the fastest pit stop 
all year yeah. long this year. So I'm going to pick them, <laughs> and I think they may be the ones taking home 100000 this upcoming Sunday. And then the final round is 10 laps. The cars will line up according to their finished positions of the fi- the previous rounds or for the final segment. So that will wrap all that up. And that's 100 laps, $4 million. Of course, these, I believe this million dollars will more than likely go to charities. Yeah. But still, it's a real cool event. It's very different, obviously, and very later in the summer than normal. Normally, the all-star race is around the Coke 600. So the month of May here is usually way more busier than normal. Because yeah. that week before, you got all-star race, you got the truck race, and then everything else. And then Coke 600 comes back just a week later. I believe they used to call it 10 Days of Thunder back in the day. But Ooh, yeah, you know what? I, That's old school. I think you're right, Kenny. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been been glad to experience it. It was very different this year, not being at the six hundred. But yeah, that's the well, like a, that's the all star race. Sounds like a movie. Ten days of thunder. <laughs> man, it's it's work, man. I'm telling you, walking around and catching all those miles, man. Like it was wild. Yeah, but yeah, well, well I, you know what? I, I, I speaking of while we're speaking of it, I mean, we could we could just go go ahead and just uh, round it out and end it out here with our predictions. Uh, I, if we've covered everything else. Yeah, yeah, I think we did. So I guess we can go ahead and do some predictions. predictions. Yeah. <laughs> In honor of Tam herself. <laughs> All well, right. Well, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, in honor of Tam, Renee, who you got? It's time for race predictions. All right, all-star race in my hometown of Texas. You know what? Well, we were already just talking about him, but my my winner is going to be Alex Bowman. I I honestly believe that they will also uh, have the fastest uh, pit stop as well, Kenny. So I'm going to stick with Alex Bowman throughout the entire thing. As far as my alternative, if I'm going to pick somebody else other than Alex Bowman, I'm God, I want to go with Martin Truex, not for any other reason than he has a T and X in his name because it's in Texas, but I don't want to do that. So I'm actually going to go with Ryan Blaney. I'm going to go with Ryan Blaney as my alternative pick, but I'm going to go with young Alex Bowman to win the entire thing. Those are my picks. I'm sticking with them. What say you, Mr. Kenny? Well, I can tell you one thing right now. We don't have any history for this one because this is the first all-star race at Texas, so that's going to be something else, no doubt about it. And what I will say, I'm going to also go with Ryan Blaney. I think he'll do well at Texas. He's done mm-hmm. well at Texas historically, so I'm going to pick him, even though it's an all-star race. And then for my alternative pick, I'm going to pick another young guy. I'm going Alex Bowman as well. I think that's an easy pick. I think they are pretty solid at Texas as well, and it, it should be fun. So no points on the line. No worries. It's going to be a fun weekend. Yeah. It's going to be pretty chill. Then, of course, the following week, we're going to get right back to business. But, hey, <laughs> it's all good. That Those are my picks, and, hey, I'm going to stick to them. All right. All right. There you go. Those are our picks. What say you fans of all turns, no breaks? Let us know who you think is going to win. Let us know who you think is going to have the fastest pit stop. Let us know on our social media across the board. It's at turns, no breaks. Once again, that's across the board, at turns, no no breaks. Uh, don't forget to follow us on our own uh, social media as well, but definitely hit us up uh, on our Alterns No Breaks uh, social media. For Kenny and myself, 
We certainly want to thank you for hanging in there and tuning in to our 200th episode. And like I said, we wish Tam all the best. If you'd like to shout out to her and wish her the best yourself, please hit her up on, you can still hit her up on our social media at Turns No Breaks. She'll still be a, a, a little bit part of, of dealing with our, our social media as well. But like I said, just just very not not just not a whole lot as as she was leading up to this point or you could hit her up on her own social media at i am sincerely tam like i said she is doing uh, well uh, health wise it, it has nothing to do with that but but we do wish her the best and uh, we wish her well uh for kenny and myself thank you once again for listening in on our 200th episode and who knows kenny Maybe we'll make it another 200. I don't know about that, but but maybe we can we can make it to another an, another season though at least. Thank you guys for tuning in. Take care of yourselves. Be safe, and we'll see you next week on another episode of All Turns, No Breaks. See y'all. Don't forget drink your water. All right, my brother. There we go. Thanks so much for tuning in. 